The truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you off. Hey, bad bitches wanna be my bait. Hey, hold me down like the CIA. Hey, side of my car trying to see my face. Hey, want me to beat it like the CIK. Yo, yo, giggity, yo, welcome back to Civil Diligence. Politics made simple for the everyday millennial and why you should give a damn. How's everybody doing today? I hope you all are well. I am okay. We'll say this. I am okay. I'm a little bit in pain. Got into a car accident the other day and... A little bit in pain for that, but I'm good. I'm back. I'm better. One, I don't like to be away too long, especially when I talk about news on a frequent basis. So the news is always revolving. So I like to at least be out there and stay tuned with what's happening in the world. But other than that, I'm good. I hope y'all are great and all that good stuff. As you all know, I like to start my show off with disclaimers. That's why nobody is so confused of what to expect. You already know. So, let's get into it. One, I curse. Two, I will mess up the English language. Three, we won't see eye to eye, but we can respect each other. Again, I made this space to be a safe space to talk about political issues, news, all that good stuff that is relevant to the everyday millennials. So if you have a differing opinion than me, by all means, share it. Like I said, there's all people of all walks of life that will listen to this podcast and just come across it one day. So again, we have a safe space for you. For I'm in the kingdom. That's my qualifications I'm speaking on today. And five, by the time you listen, things might change. So let's get into the show. What I'm here for this week, which is pretty much just the basis of what I want to talk about today. Or whenever you listen. So I am here for women. Women who go against the grain. Women who speak out against injustice. Women who speak out against wrongdoing done to them. Because too many times and too often times. We don't give women the respect that it's due. I get into a numerous amount of debates about the quality and the significance that a woman places in society. It's usually with men that I get into these debates that if you don't have a woman, you don't have a society. And then they are usually the person that says, well, you can't make babies without a man either. A woman can't make babies by themselves. And I'm like, I'm not talking about just babies. I'm talking about a society. Because let's be clear here, there are 51.4% women in the United States of America, which is the majority. But when we talk about certain issues, when we talk about like sexual harassment, a woman isn't treated nearly the same. 
it's like she's lying. It's like she has to prove her worth that a man whistled at her or proved her worth that a man did her wrong or anybody did her wrong. Let's just put it this way. Sexism is a real thing. And sexism in politics is an even further thing. And the fact that we don't take that crap seriously is insane. It's mind boggling to me. And with the past two weeks in the news, I see that. Whether that was with the U.S. Open with Serena Williams, which I will get into in a few minutes, or whether that's with Brett Kavanaugh's accuser, Christine Blaisley. So I just find it appalling that a woman can't speak out against certain issues or certain things without being called a liar, a spoiled brat, and all other names against the earth and against the sun i'm just like man really so i'm here for women this week and we just about to get into like really the whole gist of it i bring up those two issues because those were the two that were blaring in the news one something that really ruffles my feather feather is The U.S. Open with Serena Williams and when she went back and forth with the umpire or the referee, the referee, the referee and broke her racket. I have a disdain feeling about that because of the reaction that she got based off of her reaction. And my whole thing is this. We do not antagonize a male sports player for having emotion during a game for a bullshit call mind you we don't but we antagonize a woman and a black woman at that yes I'm going to go there because why can't she place emotion for a bull bull it was bullshit call that she felt was bullshit she wasn't looking at her damn coach trying to give her tips or whatever she wasn't looking at that she also didn't feel that she was deserved to get deducted a point so yeah she's gonna throw a damn racket because she felt like she was wrong and yeah she's gonna go back and forth with that that's just the nature of a game but we don't antagonize a man for that like how many times lebron james will go back and forth or cry about a play we don't talk, call him a crybaby. Well, some of us do, but we don't say that he's a spoiled brat and tarnish his name all across the internet or all across television. He's still known as the greatest player in basketball. But as soon as Serena Williams uh, goes to speaks out about wow she feels wrong and how this was a bullshit call she's called a spoiled brat but she's a phenomenal tennis player revolutionized the sport of tennis but she doesn't get that i mean she doesn't get like oh she's the greatest phenomenal player in spite of the fact that she just went against a referee for a bullshit call and i think that's bullshit because Women are known to smile, not go back and forth with you, not argue, not really show any display of emotion, especially a black woman. Because when a black woman shows 
any kind of emotion. She's known as an angry black woman. That stigma, that stereotype that she can't display emotion because if she does, there's another stigma that she's angry, she's loud, and she's just ungrateful. I just can't fathom. I can't. I can't. Because the thing about it is this. It would be one thing if Serena Williams did all these things and didn't congratulate her opponent for winning. She always says that her opponents bring their best because they're playing me. One of the greatest players in tennis is saying that about another person. And she congratulated her opponent for winning. She uplifted her opponent for winning. But that's not talked about in the media. It's not. All that's talked about is that she's a crybaby brat who doesn't like her own way. Now, women can't voice their opinions. Moving on to Brad Kavanaugh's confirmation hearing. Now, I'm not going to lie. When I saw the headlines and when I got the notification on my phone saying that Brad Kavanaugh got accused for sexual harassment and rape back when he was in high school, a 17-year-old in high school over 35 years ago, I was like, whoa, plot twist. Oh, my God. And things just keep on getting better. But when I really looked at like the whole scheme of things, and then I really looked at the reactions that were happening from that allegation, I was like, all you all are pricks. Every last one of people are pricks. Look at it this way. Christine went against probably a lot of people telling her a lot of no's. Do not speak out against this man. Do not talk about your story. To probably people that she knew. And then she finally wrote a letter to a senator explaining this man sexually assaulted me when I was 17. The man who you all love and adore so much for Supreme Court justice did this. There is another side to this man. She went out against the grain pretty much and said, hey, he's not what you think he is. The Republican senators and everybody else is saying that she's a liar saying that there's something wrong with her for speaking out about what happened to her 35 years ago and just for anybody who just thinks like oh why didn't she come out like sooner about it what better time to come out against something than hey when you're about to be a justice I don't give a rat's ass if she came out with about this when she was 90 she felt the need to speak about it and so she did and I just want to say who cares who cares when she did it whether or not it was 35 years ago when the incident occurred whether it was now or 35 years from today who cares all that matters is it happened and to think that there are senators who really think there's something wrong with her because she spoke out against it she spoke up is mind-boggling to me because she had to live with that for 35 years and she had therapy 
about this situation for 35 years. There was, she released therapy notes back in 2012 or from 2012 about what she has went through because of that incident. It behooves me that people are like, this is an upstanding guy. He would never do anything like that. Well, let me just say one thing. Many people have many different sides to them because I'm not going to lie. I was heartbroken when Bill Cosby was convicted and accused of these sexual allegations. But what I may perceive of him is different from what another woman or person may perceive of them. Point blank, period. When you have a friend who doesn't like a friend of yours, it, they or he or she is like, I can't mess with that friend because he or she is a insert derogatory term there. But you think he's an outstanding, he or she is an outstanding citizen because that is what they, that person has displayed to you. Is that what they display to them? I always say I have many different sides to people. What one person can say about me is probably different than what another person will say about me. Because how I display myself to one person is probably different than how another person perceives me. And I'm not ashamed of that. I'm not. All I can do is live my life to the best way I know how and keep it moving and walk through this thing called life in the kingdom. So that's the only way that I can. I can't fault somebody for saying or saying that, oh, they think of me as a bitch or they think of me as a great human being. I can't do either or because that's the way that you perceive me. I've done something to you personally to make you think of me as one, either a bitch or one as an outstanding person. That is something the way that you perceive me and how we talk about women and women talking about other women of how they're liars, how they're conniving people because they spoke their truth about a situation that you wouldn't know about. It's ridiculous. In the light of Me Too, it is so earth shattering and so heartbreaking to know that there are people who think that these women are lying about being sexually assaulted, being raped, being this way because another person has crossed that line with them. But they're lying. And so many people, whether or not, joke about me too. They joke about that. And it's like, how can you? Why would you? These women have been through hell in keeping the secret because they think they don't have the power to make a difference because of what happened to them. It's so surprising and it behooves me. Women have power. Women are phenomenal creatures. And to think that people do not think that about a woman a woman produces life. A woman can change things. Women can start wars. And if you don't believe me, think about Helen of Troy. 
And if you don't know who Helen of Troy is, go back to Greek mythology and look that up. It's a whole thing. But women are badass creatures. Super bad. Just saying. I'm just mind boggled. And uh, if you're in this part of the rant, I'm just, I just needed to say that because my whole thing with politics and my fascination with it is, as you know, I love the underdog. And for some odd reason, women are perceived as an underdog in a white man's society. I can't, I can't fathom that when we are the majority of the population, but we are underrepresented in politics. For example, or underrepresented in general, but in politics, in Congress, there are only 19.4% of women. That's senators and representatives. I find that so sad. I find that really shocking in a sense because there are people who do not think that a woman can lead and can't lead in politics you saw that in 2016 with hillary clinton and you see it now in the midterm elections there are some people who say i do not think that this woman has the emotional temperament or the ability to become senator or a congresswoman when we're the majority And I say this because I am a woman. I say this because I have lady parts. And I have no shame in the fact that I was born a woman. And the fact that we have these connotations just because your sperm donor gave you a Y chromosome and my sperm donor gave me an X chromosome doesn't make me or make you any better than me because You were born a man and I was born a woman. Because it makes me laugh when a man talks about women rights. When a man talks about women reproduction. Because, I'm sorry, do you bleed once a month? Do you bleed sometimes twice a month? Do you have cramps? Do you blow? Do you have to carry life through a freaking canal do you know what it's like to be a woman i just like i don't know what it's like to be a man and i don't try to be and these women don't try to be when they're running for political office they don't but you all have so much say so in what a woman can and cannot do over her body over her rights over her say so and i think that is bullshit Women have the right to speak their truth and to live in it. And if you're here this far into this rant session that I'm having, God bless you. Because I'm just so sick of people saying what a woman can and cannot do in 2018. And millennials, I just say this. You are woman or you are man and let them freaking hear you roar because be that voice that changes that i don't necessarily say that i'm a feminist but i just hate when people do wrong shit to people as we are nearing the 2018 elections and even next year when we're thinking about the 2020 elections because for the next two years it's about to be some shit 
But as you're thinking about these things and you're debating on who you're going to vote for or why you should vote in general, because if you haven't, if you've been listening to my stuff this far, you should know why. But if you don't know why, be the change you want to see. Think about all these issues that are important to you, especially the whole sexism thing or sexual allegations. So think about those things when you are voting for your Congress. And I'm thinking about this not only on a federal level, but on a state level and on a local level. Think about those things. And just because a woman is on the ballot, don't discredit her. Do not (laughs) toss her to a curve because she might have some worthwhile shit to talk about. Because a lot of women are running. And it's such a sight to see. So I'm done venting to you all about what really grinds my gears this time around. And if you fuck with it, you fuck with it. If you don't, you don't. Whatever. So you can let me know your thoughts. Are women treated fairly? Are you sick and tired of how women are treated in the world, politics, sports, whatever? Let me know your thoughts. Email civildiligence at gmail.com. You can follow Civil Diligence on Instagram. And you can listen to Civil Diligence on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Huzzah! So if you're here, you're here. Thank you so much. Holla at your girl. Until next time. Bye.